Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski from the past, heading into the future. They, they're not going to know what that means until they listen to the to the thing. Oh, you're right. Everything's out of order. This week, we review the 2022 movie starring Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, and Antonio Banderas, Uncharted. We discuss whether Tom Holland is convincing as an action star. I take personal offense as to how Nate recommended this movie and where I chose to watch it. We go to Romance Corner and Chemistry Corner and talk about the members of this cast. And we discussed if Tom Holland has a future as an action star. Watch Steven clamor for more blood in this movie as we review. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just like that. (laughs) All this and more on Movies on the Side. Nate, I got a bone to pick with you about this movie. Okay. Is this the sort of flavor you want to start with, antagonistic? Yeah, I want to start That's antagonistic. You want? You want yeah, to come well, this, at me? this is how I want, to, I want to come at you right now. Do I have to defend this movie? No. Well, okay, it, it, let's go. <laughs> you are going to have to defend it if you think it's worth defending. Hey, Stephen, tell me, tell me what you got against me. Talk. Here's, tell me. Here's the issue. Listen, Pony boy. If you're a bonus episode listener, if you if you support our bonus episodes, Patreon.com/slash/movies on the side, you would have heard that I was taking a flight recently. I was a little nervous about it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was planning my movie watching. <laughs> oh, now Nate, I know what you're going to say. You, you suggested, oh, well, watch Uncharted. I've seen it. Uh, you want to review it. Just watch Uncharted. I said, okay. I downloaded Just it to my watch iPad. Uncharted. It's Just like watch Uncharted. Indiana it's Jones, Holland, but with Tom Holland. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it'll be fun. Okay. I said, okay, Nate. I, I trust you, Nate. You've been my my fairy godmother as I'm getting on this flight, uh, helping me, put, put me at ease. So I said, okay, let's do it. So we're up in the air. Uh-huh. It's like 10 minutes into the flight. I, I get my iPad out. Yep. I start Uncharted. And what is the first scene of this movie, Nate? But Tom Holland. Falling from an airplane. Literally Tom falling. Tom Holland falling. <laughs> literally falling out of an airplane. <laughs> And as I'm watching this scene, I look out the plane window and I see the clouds and I said, that eh, jerk, Nate. <laughs> it would be as if you were on a cruise and I said, why don't you watch the movie Perfect Storm? You're going to love it. Right. It's going to be Watch great. Poseidon. Watch, watch Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's I'm really not that antagonistic about it. Okay. That was kind of funny. You know what? I apologize. It wasn't until afterwards I thought, oh, no, it does definitely start with him falling out of a plane. Yeah, it really does. But it was fine. Like, I saw that. I said, well, Tom Holland looks like he's all right, even though he fell out of a plane. I guess I'll be okay. No, pro- no yeah, problem, I, believe I guess. That all you would have to do if you fell out of a plane, uh, you make yourself into kind right, of a wingsuit right. person. Yes. And go find the other cargo that's fallen and find, I believe they found the box with parachute on it. Oh, listen, we're going to get to that because okay, the okay. movie opens with that. You've watched this much more recently than I. I watched it very recently and, and unfortunately, we will say. But we're going to get to that. Have we said what the movie is? The movie, well, you know, we do our intro already, Nate. I don't know if you've ever listened to our podcast. Oh, but we right. Typically, oh right. <laughs> we typically do the Sorry. intro, hey. say the movie. So I was really trying to jump into the content. Yeah, Behind Baseball, we record that at the end, so... That's right. Behind yeah, baseball, right. I think it's called this will in, come inside baseball. You're the sports guy here. What did I say? I don't know what you're saying. On, on you said top behind of baseball. You said behind baseball. Oh, behind the music. <laughs> yeah, behind the music. Yeah, strong songs. Okay, first of all, Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if you've ever heard our show, Nate, but we do a Rotten Tomatoes where I have you guess what you think the movie got. Audience score, critic score. What do you think critics gave this movie on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh man, I'm gonna say critics went 29. That's a good guess. I mean, I would have said single digits would have even been a reasonable guess, but critics actually gave it 41%. I don't know what kind of bribe they received for that, but anyway, mm. 41 critic score. What do you think audience gave this? 
I mean, audience probably gave this like 72. Audience gave this 90%, Nate. Nine zero. Ninety percent. Okay, here's a question for you. Yeah. You probably don't know it, but has there ever been a Tom Holland-led movie mm. that got less than 70% Rotten Tomatoes by audience? Oh. And my guess is no. Now, now you got me thinking. Uh, walking. Chaos. Chaos Walking. Chaos walking. Yes, we reviewed that I bet movie. that didn't even get... Blah. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, Chaos Walking got 71%. Yes. From audience. From audience. Cleared the Tom Holland bar. It is possible. Oh, Doolittle. Like Tom Holland Meridian. Doolittle got 76%. Was he in Doolittle? I mean, it's oh, he was the voice of Jip. I, I don't know what character that is, but he was the voice of okay, Jip. Okay, he's not a lead in that one. Cherry. Cherry was 69%. Oh. I don't know what that movie is. Haven't heard that. Yeah, apparently that was a really serious acting role for him. I think it's a serious movie. Anyway, it's possible. It's possible for Tom Holland movie to get below 70%. So it's okay. If I had to guess, a Tom Holland movie going forward will ever get below 70. That's my new take. I, th- I think so. I think the, the Zendaya Tom Holland dyad in the force, I think it's going mm. to be uh, unstoppable going forward. That's as long as they stay real together. quick. What's Tom Holland doing next with his life? What movies is he acting in next? He's doing a TV show called The Crowded Room. And I don't see anything after that, actually. That's interesting. He's doing a little me time. He's, a, he's also a producer on that. He was a producer on Uncharted. Back to the movie. This movie stars Mark Wahlberg, Tom Holland, and... Antonio Banderas. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember the last movie I saw him in. I think it might have been Zorro. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the last time I saw him. It's been a while. Nate, this movie, Uncharted, I feel like it is a national treasure esque, but meh-er. Like that's an adjective. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of meh. meh-er. I, I will just say right off the bat, I did not think this was a good movie. And even like I did not really enjoy it. So many MacGuffins. They're always searching for the next thing. Again, kind of like National Treasure. And the action was like so implausible, cheesy dialogue. Like I, I just did I didn't like this movie, Nate. I mean, are you are you here to defend this movie? Did you love this movie or something? No. Okay. I'm not here to defend it. I think this is where I feel like every Mott's episode, I have to go quickly to COVID corner <laughs> sure, because sure. we are living in the the wake mm. now. Whereas, like for the next maybe, maybe, I think we still have like one more year yeah. of productions really being messed up. This movie, they started filming in Berlin day one in the summer of 2020, Oof. and immediately had to stop shooting. <laughs> I would imagine so, yeah. Yes. I feel like the production was kind of messed up on this. This movie is based off the video games. Have you ever played an Uncharted video game? I've never played a video game, but I also know historically video game movies, that's a tough one to pull off. Not usually great. So this one, I had played one of the Uncharted games. Really liked the character. Really liked the whole, you know, it's Indiana Jones meets National Treasure. Yeah. Whatever. Like, I, I love that kind of stuff. For example, I would say Sahara is an example mm. of a not a good movie that I love. You didn't like Sahara? I thought you liked like Sahara. It's National Treasure in general is not a good movie, and I love it. Oh, oh, oh yeah, right. I got you. Like yes. critically, I think Sa- I think the first Matthew National McConaughey Treasure, Sahara think... is ridiculous. The action is ridiculous. Correct. Correct. The U boat in the yeah is insane. In insane. the river is ridiculous. I feel like the first National Treasure is is more. Well, 46% critic score. Never mind. <laughs> the first National Treasure is not critically acclaimed either. Right. Right. This one, it kind of falls in the Jungle Cruise boat for me. 
this movie. Sure. Like, in a lot of ways. Jungle Cruise has actors, has The Rock, you think, has Emily Blunt. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to like it. Yeah. This one has Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, Antonio Banderas. Like, yes, we'll watch it. Seems I, I I would say Jungle Cruise was better because of the chemistry between Emily Blunt Whoa. and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You think it's better? I would so much rather rewatch Uncharted than rewatch Jungle Cruise. No, 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 no. That that is patently false. For real? I would hundred percent watch Jungle Cruise again before this. I mean, at least you have like jokes that are like dad jokes but actually kind of make you laugh. Hundred percent I would do Jungle Cruise. You got Paul Giamatti, I would do that. Before this again, Paul Giamatti is in Jungle Cruise for about seven minutes. You settle down. <laughs> even even so, I would totally do Jungle Cruise before this movie again. Let me ask you this, okay? Defending Uncharted, did or did not Mark Wahlberg feel like he was phoning it in the whole time? Yeah. Okay, thank you. What accent was Mark Wahlberg even having in this movie? I think he was just doing his voice, his normal voice. There were a couple times he was trying to do a Brooklyn accent, and it was not passing muster. It was not. But you mean looting, right? Well, if I didn't take him, somebody else would have. No, I think he's just from, like, Boston, and he's just doing his normal talking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he was a little bit. I don't, listen, I love Mark Wahlberg in lots of things. He, he does a great he does great work. I am going to, I guess, put on my defense uh-huh. y- Yana. Uh, blazer. Yana? Yeah, hold on a second. Let me change into my defense blazer, because <laughs> apparently I have to defend Uncharted that... It's you, you don't have to. You better no. It's better than Jungle Cruise. I don't think. I don't think so. I think one where Tom Holland as Nathan Drake does some kind of parkoury stuff in the gala is fun action. I think the plane scene, while ridiculous in a Fast and Furious sort of way, is really kind of fun. Jumping from box to box. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's a CG mess all cg most of the time but it's a video game movie it can be super preposterous you're on a you're on a point of evidence the jungle cruise received 62 percent critic score first of all 92 percent audience score both uh more loved by both critics and audience so i just want to put that out there as a piece of information now we're going to talk about that plane scene because honestly most of my notes have to do with that plane scene because it was ridiculous mark Wahlberg and tom holland are literally shouting at each other behind some crates uh-huh and somehow, none of the 18 bad guys mm-hmm. that are literally seven feet away did not hear them yelling at each other. Sure. I don't... What is that? That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's preposterous. I ain't buying that. That's fine. Preposterous. Yeah, that's fine. I can't just let her get away with it. This is not the place to pick a fight, okay? I'm trying to protect you. Put one of these on. Let's go now. It's not fun with him, like, jumping from box to box while they dangle behind a plane? It, it's a toke to... Listen, Mission Impossible pushes... The cred, like the believability. Just say it strains credulity. Just say the word. Strains credulity. Someone's out there with their bingo board right now. Credulity. Credulity? Credulity. Colloquial. It strains colloquia. It strains credulity. Like way too far. Because even like the final action sequence, which it's supposed to be like action, action, action. like Lifting. Literally lifting. Lifting, a boat lifting Magellan's boat. Out of a cave. Lifting an old wooden boat with a helicopter out Literally of a cave. the Black Pearl being lifted by a helicopter. So many implausible moments of action. People are jumping from a ship flying through the air. They're jumping off that and grabbing a single rope and being able to swing back and, and fight. And it was so... So crazy. Yes. Yes. It's a video game movie. It's all very like ridiculous. And the 
actual uh-huh. source material is ridiculous action as well. Sure. I do have to pause here uh-huh. because in this movie, they do lift these boats that are chock-a-block full of gold <laughs> and other ex- <laughs> incredibly expensive things yes. just out of you know a tube. That might be the most sloppy, worst excavation of a global international treasure I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, Nicolas Cage from the National Treasure would have a conniption. That you would just take a rickety boat that had been living for how many, 500 years ago Yeah, by Ferdinand Magellan, and that you would just be like, yeah, just tie some ropes around it, and we'll just lift her on up. <laughs> it, would, it would. With all these valuables inside. Yeah. Oh, and then we'll fly over water. Like, you would, ex- you would exhume it. The bottom would fall out immediately. So very slowly because it's a it's a boat it's not a plane you know what i mean like the bottom is supposed to be sitting in water right i think it would just it would just fall fall out well and also it's been sitting on the ground like rotting i, I, mean, know, I know literally hundreds oh, of years let me, I, listen i'm a dad now i am now imbued wow imbued that's a big word what Imbued? I'm imbued with power you're imbued caring about there's no end wood rotting due to water like oh, it's just yeah. you're a it comes now. with the territory. Now I start thinking about oh man, yeah, that's starting to kind of that steps got some exposed butt end. <laughs> Every homeowner has their arch nemesis is water, right? Just water damage, water leaking, rain. Exactly. What like you feel a board? It feels a little soft, and inside oh, of you good. like rises up. Yeah, <laughs> rises up some anger. Those oh, boats, yeah, those, those bottom of those boats are not surviving a lift up. Not at all. Can we talk about for a moment Antonio Banderas? I want to talk about all of it as the villain. I want to talk about all of it. <laughs> He's the villain in this movie. There's about to be a spoiler, which you shouldn't care because it doesn't matter for this movie. He dies so unceremoniously in this movie. Best part of the movie. Nate, do not tell me you think that's the best part of the movie. Why? Why? Because it's one of the only things in this book that doesn't follow like a cliched script. Now, today is the day I restore the Mulcara's fortune. I, I mean, him as a villain. I mean, did he feel like villainous? No. I did mean, you believe him as a bad guy? No, no. He was. He wasn't great. I mean, uh, he was fine at the gala. I liked his kind of like, I'll do anything. Sure. But he was super cheesy and super like villainy bad guy. Yeah. And that's why I thought it was great that he was just kind of absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> It's just taken just out in the blink of an eye. by Braddock, who turned, like, you just think that she's <laughs> just kind of like a, yeah. you know, gun for hire. Sure, And sure. she's like, no, I'm just taking over over this operation. And I thought to myself, like, yeah, that's exactly how it would look in the real world is, like, this <laughs> genius guy is, like, paying for everything but is terrible. You would just be like, yeah. Okay, okay. You're all work for me now. Let's go. Let's, let's visit a familiar corner. Romance corner. Mm. There is a quasi romance between Tom Holland's character and Sophia Ali, who plays Chloe Frazier in this movie. Mm-hmm. She is also a fellow thief. There's some crossing and triple crossing and double crossing, but I don't know. So then she kind of gets like abandoned at the end. But right. romance corner. How did you feel about the two of them? They didn't really have much, but I don't think the movie really wanted them to have much. I mean, like <laughs> in general, yeah. he was like attracted to her. But for the most part, she just kind of 
indifferent <laughs> it seems like just kind of uh, just crossed him yeah just like three him. times yeah. during this movie yeah so i don't know in the i believe in the video game there are more chloe frazier's more of a love interest of nathan drake kind of throughout and maybe they oh, have a future together i'm sorry nate i like you i really do but i learned the hard way the minute you start to trust someone you lose let me tell you something about relationships steven oh okay <laughs> it really helps to have some level of trust for a real relationship yes. requires a level yes. of trust now what i right. have learned from movies mostly from james bond if uh you can't trust each other you may have a level of attraction or chemistry sure but it's not going to lead sure. towards a relationship right. so as far as romance i would say romance corner super super low i'd say chemistry corner they are two beautiful people so that's high uh but she also just constantly <laughs> backstabs him so constantly that's also low constantly would this movie have been better with uh Dwayne the rock johnson playing tom holland's character no i'm looking at no sir i've never played these games but i'm now looking at screenshots of the video game uh he's a little older in the video games definitely old oh you know would this movie have been better with Liam Neeson playing this character? Just an old Liam Neeson. Okay, so this movie was in production so long that at the beginning, Mark Wahlberg was set to be Nathan Drake. Oh. They had talked about it long enough huh. that like in 2010. 2010? It was like, yeah, Mark Wahlberg is going to be him and like Robert De Niro is going to be Vic. And Tom Holland was seven years old at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. This brings me to, uh, I think we're going to call it chemistry corner. Oh, different than romance corner. Different than romance corner, because I want to know about what, how you thought about the chemistry between Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. In this movie. <sighs> That's They yeah. are supposed to have kind of a uncle nephew vibe. They're supposed to really like, they give each other jabs. They're supposed to, you know, have be great buds. <laughs> and apparently due to the behind the scenes stuff that I saw, they, in real life, they took to each other right away and they went golfing together and hung out and it was all chummy. What do you think about their on-screen chemistry? The movie portrays them as not being able to trust each other. So there's not like a ton of closeness until the end where we have like some sacrifices both ways or whatever. It was fine. Again, I, I felt like Mark Wahlberg was phoning it in a little bit. But then there's one scene where Tom Holland like gives Mark Wahlberg the business. He like yells at him for a few minutes mm -hmm. about like not being able to trust him or whatever. And it was like, that feels really forced. By the end, I guess I could see them doing like a sequel and like the two of them having okay chemistry now that they're like friends or whatever. But I don't know. It was okay, I guess. Why? Do you think that it was like great? She shot him in cold blood. All right, we can't let her win. Oh, Sully, will you please just stop trying to play me for like five minutes? No, I was kind of bothered by it because I thought I actually thought they had great chemistry, but I think it was the editing maybe in this movie. Yeah. Their communication always felt a little jilted. Whoa. Where I was yeah, like, big man, you don't really have this great back and forth rapport. Right. And I don't know if it's like part script or part what's, you know, similar to the movie we watched recently in the behind the scenes, it says they improv or a lot of their lines, yeah, it does feel like that. which really 
is starting to become a lot more of code words for, well, the script wasn't that great in the scene, so we just kind of right. did it ourselves. <laughs> we, we as actors could come up with better lines on the spot than the script. We as actors yeah. decided, why don't we just kind of say some different things yeah, exactly. during the scene? I was kind of bothered by it because their relationship felt a little uncanny valley to me, and I think maybe yes. it's a script or an editing or yes, a yes. production problem thing because they're both super charismatic and by themselves they're like yeah this should be great they should be like right right back and forth all the time should be fun but i was troubled by it yeah same yeah i agree okay here's also something i want to ask you about tom holland okay okay he is transferring from spider-man yes supposed to be kind of a nerdy high schooler slash college student Yes. To what he should be like a young 20 something bartender, uh, Indiana Jones type person. He buffed up for this role to try to gain some muscle. Right. What do you think about Tom Holland as kind of an action star? (sighs) Do you believe it? I think he has potential. I like Tom Holland overall. I like him in the Spider-Man movies. I think he's a great Spider-Man and I think he could do well in other movies. I think he needs to start being written a little older like a little more mature acting in the movies, which I'm sure he could do. I feel like the roles that he is getting is still skewing younger. I mean, he literally plays a high school student when he does Spider-Man. Right. But I think if he skews a little older and the characters he plays are just more mature characters, I could believe him as an action guy. I think he could be, I don't know, I'm trying to think like like born identity style. Tom Holland pitched an idea that didn't come to fruition to be a young James Bond. What do you think about that? I don't know about James Bond because that's where my mind went. I was trying to think of right. other action stars besides James Bond because I, I don't see him as a James Bond right now. Maybe when he's like in his 40s, maybe, but... And when he's in his 40s, he'll finally have the face of like a 25-year-old. <laughs> I just think I have not seen him play a character with the kind of suave, like winsome, but mm. I don't, I don't know, like the kind of James Bond that, yeah. I mean, Daniel Craig does it. I would even say Pierce Brosnan did it. Like it was that kind of, they're action stars, sure, but you really feel them in those conversations in the bar before the action scene. Like those little like one liners playing it cool. I feel like they don't talk as much. Like 007 doesn't talk as much as Tom Holland talks in his movies right now. And I think that's because you have to be able to like say lots of things with your face and with your martini glass if you're 007. Right. And I I just, I got to see him in other roles like that before I think. You have to be able to be kind of how Johnny Depp was in that first Pirates of the Caribbean movie where there's the iconic shot of him like looking back over his shoulder with his gun and doing like a quick smile. Yeah, yes. Smirk. Yes, yes, Like, yes. where you don't have to say anything. It's like, wow, that guy is cool. And you talked me right into this quote, because I did some research for this episode. And this is a quote oh, from okay. Tom Holland. Oh. I think there are elements of my performance in Uncharted where I kind of fell under that spell of being, I want to look good now. I want this to be my cool moment. Yeah. And I think... I think he looks back on it and kind of regrets like, man, I really want this to be my, I'm no longer Spider-Man. I'm an action star. And maybe there was a little, he was executive producer on this movie, I believe. Mm. One of the producers. I would like to see him in a movie like Enemy of the State, like with Will Smith or some other mm. kind of like government espionage. Like an eagle eye. Like an eagle like eye. What a, Shia LaBeouf. Like Shia LaBeouf did. Some thriller that has action in it, but it is more tame in its 
like storyline. It's not like lifting Magellan's boat with a helicopter. It's like, you know, trying to escape some government official because you've uncovered a, a plot or whatever to something. You know, some kind of that espionage type action movie. I would like to see him in that mm-hmm. to see how he would do in a like a slightly more mature action movie like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm not sure if I'm fully buying it yet. I think is what I'm where I'm yeah, currently I at get it. is that I'd still have this like ah, I don't know yet like I, for example was Zac Efron a- ever able to make the jump from like High School Musical to did he ever do like an action star thing I don't know about action I mean he did The Greatest Showman which I think showed off more depth of character I don't know what else he's done after that though okay wait pause stop rewind what run it back you're saying that his character as someone who has expectations to not be involved in a singing or musical number as a character who then gets no, talked no, no, into no, being no, no. part of a Wait singing a musical number. No, no, no. Listen, listen. And you falling said... for so another performer. Listen. I'm describing both High School Musical character and Greatest Showman character. You they cannot are the tell same me. Person. You cannot tell me his character in Greatest Showman is the same, like equals equals his character in High School Musical. I mean, the the kind of depth right. and actual like acting chops he did. Let me tell you what Zac Efron does in both movies. If you say singing, has dance, expectations to be something other than involved in entertainment. No, get out of here. Get out of here. Falls for a fellow performer. Three sings and dances and all of that stuff. Nate, that would be like saying if you did Fiddler on the Roof, it's the same as The Greatest Showman. Like they both sing, they both dance, they both like. Just because they're singing and dancing doesn't mean it's the same movie. That's the same character he's playing. I didn't say it was the same movie. I'm saying his character is he might as well be Troy or whatever. Are you telling me there's no more transported back in time? Are you saying that he didn't exercise more acting chops in The Greatest Showman than High School Musical? No, he he probably did. He probably Thank did. You. I'm Thank just you. saying I'll take his character was honor, not very different. Do. Mark the record. I, that wasn't my argument. My argument was it's the same character. <laughs> he did it better in Greatest Showman. Thank you. He sang better. He danced yeah. better. He acted better because he was older and had been doing it longer. That's exactly what I'm saying about Tom Holland. If he's in a different action movie that's just a slightly more maturely written, it might have many of the same elements like action and intrigue and betrayal, but he'll probably do better because it's just a different movie. Dear listener, go back to the transcripts and you can just see how Steven just changed his argument. And yes, I agree with you now. Whatever you're making right now, I completely agree with it. All right. I want to visit Moral Corner before we go, Nate. Yes. Moral Corner. Take take all. so many more things I want to talk about. If you and I were Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland. Wait, which one am I? (laughs) which Which one do you want to be? It's not who I want to be. It's who I am. You're Zac, you're Zac Efron in this movie, okay? Yes. I'm the greatest showman. Okay. If we we weren't having to deal with any villains or bad guys, but me and you, we found Magellan's ship full of gold, and no one else knows about it. It's just us. We have our escape plan. We can do whatever we want from this moment. Is there any moral obligation to do anything but just take the gold and run? Do we do it? Do we just take it? If you find... Okay. Gold is only good to you if you sell it or smelt it down to something and then sell it, right? It'd be real complicated, I feel like, to change that into buying a house. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's not, uh, you know, the year is not 1700. It's not like just trade this in for whatever. (laughs) Right. You can't just pour it on a table and say, give me your village. Can't do that. Yeah. I think what you got to do, I think you have to... Now, are we... Are we on state soil? Are, are we? Did we find this in Lakeland, Florida? 
No, no, we found, we found it wherever they found it, like in the Philippines or something. Okay. And we have a way to transport it wherever we need to. Okay. We got the whole plan. We, you know, we thought this out. We planned it all out. I think, oh man, I think if you find it, uh-huh. I think you have to report it to the country that you found it in. Here's why. One, I think there's some moral implications of taking a treasure that could potentially help an entire, sometimes impoverished country, depending on where you're finding it from, and taking it back to a wealthy nation like the United States. Probably has some moral implications there that aren't great. Also, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I do feel like I would be very scared about being murdered. (laughs) Okay. And I do feel like if you get a bajillion dollar treasure, what they don't tell you Uh in National Treasure and other movies is that I feel like in real life, someone just puts a hit on you and just takes you out. You make a lot of enemies. Yeah. Right. Would you report 100% of the treasure or like- Now, now there we go. (laughs) I would report about 95% of the treasure. Okay. That's it. Whatever I could stuff in my pockets, because here's the thing: I don't want, I don't want forty billion dollars of treasure. What I want is like two million dollars of treasure, and I think I could probably fit that in my cargo pants. Because if I am the Tom Holland character, mm. I think I could shove a lot in my in my pockets. Right, which is kind of how the movie ends. Like, or maybe I would report it and then bury the rest of it. I think what you really want. Okay, here's the deal. You don't keep any of it back. You report all of it, and then you basically go on like an inspirational book tour. You you and I write a book called like Uncharted colon like the real life story, and we become, you know, f- Indiana Jones-like figures. Sure. We appear at some like unveiling galas where like- You get a book deal. Yeah, we get a yeah. book deal. We travel around and talk about the moral implications of why we didn't. We definitely burned this episode, so no one never knows that we were thinking about taking <laughs> sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. We talk about taking the high road. We talk sure. about how we can actually parlay it into a lot of wealth for ourselves. Okay. Oh, I'm down with that plan. Are you cool with starting a book tour with me? Oh, absolutely. If we can get a book deal out of this, I'm down. We could do, we could do a whole podcast series. We could. We can, you know, Brought to you by Wondery or whatever. We could call it, uh, I'll try to think of a funny name with Magellan, but I can't come up with anything quickly. Mm-hmm. Tregellan? Fel- Magellan yeah. like a felon. What's like those, those <laughs> Dr. Scholl's commercials? <laughs> yeah. Magellan like a felon. That's the name of our something 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 podcast. funny title inserted here. You'll edit yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a funny thing in here right now. Yeah, sure. Perfect. Yeah. Round and the good. world and yeah, okay. Yeah, so I think we I think we report it all cuz I just don't know what we would do with like a warehouse full of gold and, you know, valuables. I would be willing to figure it out though. I mean, but like literally, what would we do? The year is 2022. You, you take one piece to some random pawn shop and you get some cash and then you take another piece to another state's pawn. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure you could Google it. And we're just taking what would be like a like culturally defining treasure and just breaking it up and like getting a thousand dollars at a time all across this great land. That's what I'm saying. 10, 10%. We'll take 10% of the treasure. Not we, You know, we tell the, the Philippine government where to find the ships. That's fine. They can discover it, and then we take credit for the discovery, of course. Yeah, of course. But then the other 10% of the gold, you know, like we pawn it off. Yeah, I'd like a plaque. I mean, more so, though, I'd take a book deal, really. I'd like to live at that. I'd like to live in, like, the, wasn't there, like, some sort of- uh, Like that chateau that they- A beautiful, like, I love, like, a beautiful island Yeah. off the coast of the Philippines. Maybe we can make a deal with the Philippine government that we could stay at any hotel for however long we want forever and not pay anything. 
Think they would go for that? Yeah, yeah, no problem. I feel like that. I mean, I would, yeah, if we if we brought that kind of wonderful fame to the Philippines, maybe. Yeah. What do you think about the brother not coming back in this movie? Didn't you think that the older brother who like they have a a very very long starting scene of him and his brother in yep. like an orphanage ready to get yeah adopted and the brother leaves and it's like here's the um you know here's my our family's heirloom ring that you wear on your neck to look cool didn't you think that brother was going to come back and reemerge you saw the post credit scene right i did but oh okay yeah i was going to say do you think yeah <laughs> It fe- it felt like he was supposed to be in the movie. Like maybe he would be. He was like, supposed to be in this movie, right? Yeah. Like he. Why was he not in this movie? I don't know. Like it would have been amazing if they got to the ships and there was no gold there, but they find his brother looking like Tom Hanks from Castaway. Yes. And he, I don't know. Like there was some kind of crazy backstory. Yeah, it would have been a better payoff. I think he's been eating the 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 tree from Jungle Cruise to stay alive. Yes, he's actually immortal. Yeah, I'd be. It would have been better for him to be in this movie. I think. And like putting him in the post credit scene with the hopes of making a sequel. I don't know if we're going to see a sequel to this thing. So Right. At some point in time, I get, saw a quote from Mark Wahlberg saying that he signed, the quote was like, I just signed up for one movie. <laughs> Feels like a really like strong way yeah, of saying. Don't ask. I signed up for only, in parentheses, <laughs> in italicized, only one movie. Right. <laughs> Bold italics and underlined. Yeah. I feel like he should have been in this movie because it was a big setup. At the beginning, like you were right, saying. Right, it was huge. Brother, and I thought like... The letters, yeah. Yeah, why, yeah, he could be the bad guy. He couldn't be... Into, yeah, like, yeah, I'm just spending the whole movie looking around at people and being like, all right, are you his brother? Are you my brother? Well, because that's what Tom Holland's doing throughout the whole movie too, is like, did you kill my brother? Did you kill my brother? Did you know my brother? <laughs> like he's doing that the whole movie. Did you kill my brother? I said, did you kill my brother, Sam Drake? Yeah, we're supposed to care about his brother and then... yeah. It's it's said like very offhandedly, like yeah, your brother was killed, right? And I was like, well, okay, okay, I yeah, guess he just died off screen. Then that's also not really true. So then it's not really true. It's complicated because his brother is just like in a jail somewhere. I guess that doesn't make any sense. I was not about it. Does my final question is yes? Does Nathan Drake kill anybody in this movie? Does he have a body count? Oh uh, well, I guess technically Mark Wahlberg throws the bag of gold at the lady and he kills her. I guess that's a, that's a weird way to go too, like being in the water and having a whole ship fall on you. I mean, that's, that's yeah. tough. That's tough. You say it's a weird way to go. Not enough blood, Stephen Robles says. Could have used more blood in that <laughs> scene, I think. It's, is what it's he said. a weird, it's a weird way to go. I feel like he might have kicked some guys off that ship while he was swinging around, and they probably died when they fell off. Oh, you think so? You just don't see it. You know, it's it's just implied. Yeah, implied. Yeah. Anyway, it's possible. Oh, we gotta rate this movie, Nate. Okay. I don't even know what to rate it. It's a, a scale. Oh, the crosses. We didn't even talk about the. <laughs> The crosses that are you have to like put them together. They form a ladder. They form. You did an escape room recently. If you saw those two crosses, would there be any part of you that goes, "Yeah, "Yeah, put them together"? Seemed odd. I mean, I would. I would need a hint. I would have raised my hand for a hint in the escape room. I would. I'll be honest. Uh, You know, that would have been nice if they would have raised their hand and said, "Real quick, what are we doing in this scene?" (laughs) Hey, is anybody watching? They go to a a podcast movement style rave. Yeah. In. One of the scenes, he breathes fire through as like using alcohol. Yeah. And then like this very popular rave, like the back door is just a secret entrance to like a, 
like catacombs. I was like, hey, when you renovated this place and turned it into a, a hip hangout, right? you didn't notice that? Yeah, you didn't knock on the wall and hear it was hollow. Well, <laughs> we got to rate this movie. Scale of zero to five crosses. I'm giving this two. Two crosses. I don't think it really needs any more. It would, The action was meh. You know, Tom Holland's good, but I think he kind of painted it in a corner with the script and the plot. I don't know. I give it a two. What do you say? Uh, I'm going to give it a two and a half. Oh, you went a little higher. For this okay. reason and this reason only. This genre of movie is my stuff, my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Edited for it's content your jam? there. It's this your is jam? my, this movie is, and all movies like it, is and are my jam so all the national treasures the saharas the uncharteds all of them take me from clue to clue to clue and make them just not make any sense but they solve things and go through dusty cobwebs and put the staff of Ikenabi in the hole with the ruby that shines on the place where they buried the Ark of the Covenant. All of it. <laughs> it's my stuff. It's my thing. Okay. It's like Tomb Raider. Give it. Give it to me. Inject it in my veins. So and even through all of that, mm-hmm. it gets a two and a half for me. Yeah. That shows you how underwhelming this movie was. Very good, listeners. If you'd like to know more about the uh, podcast movement rave that Nate is alluding to. That was part of our bonus episode, which comes out whenever there's a movie review. And you can go to patreon.com slash movies on the side. Any amount you support the show with, you get access to all of our back catalog of bonus episodes. Or you can support us directly in Apple Podcasts. Sign up right there. We got episodes right there as well. And as we always say. Those ships are priceless in themselves. So you put holes in my boats, (laughs) I put holes in you. Prime example. That was said by Braddock, which by the way, real quick thing, any woman character who is only referred to by their last name super cool move dear screenwriters Mm -hmm. use the last name braddock (laughs) braddock that is a good name